NFL Free Agency 2021 is underway, and it's as wild and crazy as you thought it would be. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot go with them. Can't do it. You play with me. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Clock Dodgers? I appreciate you guys for joining me today. I took a couple of days off. I figured, hey, let everybody catch up. These five, you know, these five episodes a week uh, can be overwhelming for some people. You know, it can be, it can be a lot of content to uh, consume. So I said, let me take a couple of days off. I was feeling a little bit under the weather. And I said, let everybody catch up on these episodes. But the NFL free agency is here and I cannot let up. I cannot let up. We cannot let up. We have to cover ground. We have so much to cover. There is, you know, so many things happening right now. And so while we'll have guests on later in the week to discuss some of these things more in depth, I do want to cover some of the craziness that's already taken place. Um, I, I think some of the, if, you, if we're just talking about highlights, um, there's, there's, there's a bunch of the big name players that have signed. Um, there's still many who haven't though. Like there's still lots of room. I, I'm recording this today and there's, you know, on Tuesday. And so there's lots of, you know, players that still haven't signed. And so there's big names to still fall. There's still, you know, dominoes here to fall, as they say. Um, I, I think some of the major talking points coming away from free agency right now are, you know, you can either look at it from a player's perspective or you can look at it from a team perspective. Um, if we're looking at teams like, man, the Patriots, what what is happening right now? Like it is pure madness. If you're if you're a Patriot fan, you have to be freaking out right now. You have to be, you know, losing your shit because the Patriots have spent so much money, especially in the first day, and they've already started up again on the second day. This is not, you know, the Patriot way. This is not what you've come, you know, become accustomed to as a Patriot fan, as the fan of this dynasty, you know, that we that we um, you know, couldn't couldn't get enough of, right? <laughs> Everyone hated the Patriots besides Patriot fans. You guys get you guys get the joke. But listen, Tom Brady moves on. He goes to the Bucks, and we've talked about this. And he goes and wins a championship year one. In that same year, you know things were not perfect for the Patriots, and things got ugly, you know, rather quick. However, I don't know if this is a response to that, or if this is just a response to having all this salary cap space. It's just never been the way the Patriots responded to free agency. So. It's crazy to see them just going nuts like this. Um, you know, they, they brought back Cam Newton on a one-year deal. You would think that this team is going to draft a quarterback. You know, it's not it's, – that's something they've always done. They've always drafted quarterbacks. And, you know, it, during the Tom Brady era, those, those, those quarterbacks would move on to other teams, you know. Um, but that's not happening now, I don't think. We're going to get Cam Newton, a season of Cam Newton. We're going to get a rookie quarterback in there. And he's just going to get groomed for the year, hopefully, because Cam is a success. And, you know, that guy is the future because they're spending money as if, you know, they don't need to hold any of it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't need to, uh, you know, worry about future contracts because they're going to have a cheap quarterback or something, you know. So let's just co- – oh, man, I cannot this, – this team is crazy. We could literally just do this episode covering the Patriots, and I'm kind of tempted to do so. They signed first out the gate, John New Smith, tight end – Formerly the Titans, they give him a four-year deal, four-year deal, not four-year deer, a four-year deal, fifty million dollars. 
Um, I'm not really going to get into what's guaranteed and, you know, what years is this and what's happening on that year. I don't I don't care about that kind of stuff. I'm just we're just talking about surface level stuff here Four year deal. Fifty million dollars. John New Smith. This is a big deal, right? Everyone gets excited. Everyone's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. John, who's going to get so much love. You know, everyone's been waiting for Smith to, you know, just take off as one of the top tight ends in the league. Super athletic, super great after the catch. He could do it all. Young guy. Um, everyone was waiting. Titans, come on, Titans. Come on, get this guy involved. Delaney Walker's holding him back. Blah, 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 blah. Now the Patriots get him. Everyone goes crazy, right? Like some people love it. Some people hate it. And every, for the most part, the response was positive. I was even positive about it, excited about it. And we'll get to why that's not so great today. Before we do, they signed a bunch of defensive players. They signed Jalen Mills, four-year, $24 million. Justin Bethel, uh, three-year, I think it was $6 million. Matt Judon, four-year, $56 million. Henry Anderson, two-year, $7 million. Devon, two-year, $16 million. Dietrich Wise, four-year, $30 million. They acquired Trent Brown from the Raiders. Um, all these defensive players. So clearly they feel like they need, oh, Trent Brown's not defense, but all these defensive players, they clearly were trying to, you know, upgrade the defensive line because there's a bunch of defensive tackles here and defensive linemen, uh, linebacker, some, some secondary players. So, okay, great. Whatever. You know, the defense was already pretty decent and they're getting some guys back who were out because of COVID. They didn't want to play last year. And then you add in these players, they're, they're ramping up the defense. If this all plays out and pans out well for them, like they hope, right. They, they signed, besides Janu on, on, on the offense, they also signed Kendrick Bourne for three years, $22 million, so another wide receiver. Then they signed Nelson Aguilar, two years, $26 million. This is This is interesting to me because as a Raider fan, Nelson Aguilar was on a prove-it contract, <laughs> pretty much you know getting very little money, well, little money in football terms. Um and he had a great season for what it was worth. He had a good season. Like, there's no denying that he had almost double digit touchdowns. Like, yeah, we make jokes about Nelson Aguilar and, you know, his time with the Eagles, but he did do well with Derek Carr and, and the Las Vegas Raiders. So, who would have thought that Nelson Aguilar would have gotten two years, $26 million? At no point in history could you have said, hey, man, I think this guy's going to get a big contract. When he resigns, I think he's going to be worth 26 million to some team. These are one of those incredible stories to me. Like how, how did Nelson Aguilar go from this guy who everyone thought he has some good potential, but he drops the ball too damn much, go to Las Vegas for one year, have a pretty decent year. Nothing, you know, not nothing earth shattering, nothing like, Oh my God, this guy, this is what we've been waiting for all this time, but he was scoring touchdowns, man. Like there's no denying it. And then he goes and gets 26 million. Like, I'm sure the Raiders would have brought Nelson Aguilar back, but at 26 million, not a chance. Not a chance. Meanwhile, there's guys like Galladay hasn't signed yet. Juju hasn't signed yet. Marvin Jones hasn't signed yet. Like, what are they gonna get? What are they what are they gonna get? If someone gets Marvin Jones right now, I, I swear if Marvin Jones signs somewhere for less than Nelson Aguilar, that's gonna be wild. There's no way, right? It's not possible. It's not possible, is it? <laughs> the free agency is weird man you'll, you'll notice a lot of guys you know you see one guy get signed and then someone at the same position who you feel like is you know more talented gets signed for less you know like a smaller contract and it's like wait what what just happened here like how is that possible and you know some teams are just you know making good moves some guys are you know chasing certain areas certain states certain teams certain championships and other guys aren't so they just want more money it is what it is 
but when it comes to the Patriots, I'm just this is still just Patriots free agency, right? This is crazy. Uh, we're I'm almost ten minutes into the episode and I haven't discussed any other free agency except the Patriots. I'm gonna get a Patriot fan on to talk about this, especially when you know I, I want this day uh, Tuesday a free agency to end so we can see what else they do. But I want to get a Patriot fan on because I think it's interesting the dynamic that Patriot fans now have to approach with this because they've always been, our team doesn't spend all that money for agency. Our team, you know, is, is frugal and uh, we, we do smart contracts and, you know, I mean, not even talking about the, okay, listen, another signing happened today for the Patriots and it's Hunter Henry three years, $37.5 million. So they signed John U. Smith four year, 50 million. They signed Hunter Henry three year, 37.5. So now, just like when I talked about um, Mark Ingram and David Johnson the other day when I said the Texans killed two running back values with one contract, the, the, the Patriots just did the same thing. They killed two tight ends in, in one free agency period. Now you're in a place where as excited as we were for Smith, as excited as we are for potential of Henry, now we are not as excited because we don't know what's going to happen here. One game is going to be Henry's game, one game Smith game, one game both of theirs, one game nobody. Like who knows what's going to happen now? Clearly, the Patriots are trying to recreate, you know, Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez, you know, their successful offensive years where, um, you know, they had the, the dual tight end threat that were super athletic and catch the ball, can block and do everything. And that's what they're trying to recreate here. The problem is and the reason why fans have to be, you know, slow to temper their reaction to this is they don't have Tom Brady. They don't. <laughs> they don't have Tom Brady anymore. We've seen how special Tom Brady was last year. I mean, we've known how special Tom Brady was, but a lot of people wanted to go, it's all Bill Belichick. He's a system quarterback. It's not all Tom Brady. We can't give him all the credit. You you just seen this last season that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Now, when you put other players in the team that he was on formerly who had lots of success with him, you can't just correlate the two. You can't just immediately say, well, these two are going to play like Aaron Hernandez and, and Gronkowski did. You can't do that because it's not Tom Brady. It's just, it's just not, it's just an unfair, uh, it's a a leap that you shouldn't be making. That's not to say that these two won't have success. They will. They're talented tight ends. Bill Belichick's a talented coach. Cam Newton is a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. I love, I love Cam Newton. Cam Newton last year was on the Patriots. Weird off season, had COVID, you know, no weapons. It got real weird there. Cam couldn't have succeeded in that offense. Last year, he had nothing. This year, Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne aren't like, you know, guys that you're going to rave about, but you're giving them more weapons. You're giving them guys who can go deep. You're giving them guys who can score touchdowns. We've seen them last year. You're giving them two tight end monsters. The the running backs are going to have fun. Like, this is going to be a good Trent Brown back if he can stay healthy. This offense could be good, man. It could be good. For fantasy, it could be really good, and you just have to know where – you know, you have to just make sure you understand when you're drafting Patriot players now, you know, which ones that you can trust, which ones are going to be more hit or miss. Because there's going to be people I already know who draft Hunter Henry or John New and they go crazy about him. And they draft him too high and they get too excited about him. And you just got to relax, man. You got to relax. And then guys like Nelson Aguilar could be a steal, you know, later in drafts. If, if You know, we'll see where these guys' ADP goes. This could be so fun to watch. Um, you guys know we like to talk about the ADP here, so we'll kind of revisit those things. Um maybe later in the week or next week. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but this is so interesting. The Patriots alone are the one of the, they are the most interesting, you know, free agency team this year. And that is crazy. That is, that is, that is, that is beyond crazy. 
And so we have to have what I was mentioning earlier was a Patriot fan on the show to talk about how they feel about this approach. Because I know some Patriot fans right now are waking up sick. They're waking up sick because of the way that this Patriots team is right now. Patriots from the outside looking in, like without seeing how these guys perform, it looks like the Raiders free agency, like what the Raiders would want to do. Spend a hundred something million dollars, run it up, sign everybody week day one, pay all the all the you know highest contracts you could pay for them all. That's what this looks like. That's what it looks like if you're just on the outside looking in. You're like, damn, what the hell? Patriots got a little excited over reaction to Tom Brady losing or winning the Super Bowl. What's going on here? This is not the Patriot way. So I, I want to get a Patriot fan on here to see, hey, man, how do you feel about this? And I'm sure there's many conflicting feelings, right? Like some Patriot fans are super excited. I've already seen them in the comments on Twitter and other places. I'm like, oh, we're winning the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. You're not. That's fine, though. I mean, it's not a lock like you might, might want to think it is. <laughs> this isn't Tom Brady's Patriots. I'm sorry. And the te- and there's teams across the league who are really good right now. So to say that is just, you know, total fan bias. I get it. Um, and then there's some fans who are super upset. And uh, I want to have, you know, one of them on to kind of figure out, you know, could this work? Even though it's not the same approach that Patriots fans are used to, can it work? Can it work? I'm just curious about, like, the Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne thing. Like, what if you didn't sign both of them? Could you have had Juju? Is that better? Could you have had Galladay? That's definitely better. Like, couldn't you have signed Marvin Jones instead of both of these guys? I'm just curious to the approach and like why they chose these guys. And of course, this is a Bill Belichick Patriots thing. They're thinking this is a system thing, you know, um, and they're going to rationalize it if they even try. But what what a start to free agency um, for, for the Patriots, even on defense, Dietrich, Don, Henry, Matt, Justin, Jalen, like they went. Straight out, man. They kept signing guys. And every time they sign one, you're like, all right, it's going to slow down for the Patriots now. Like other people are going to get into this, right? Like other teams know what's, you know, if we just started, right? No, apparently not because the Patriots were getting everybody. I already seen jokes because, you know, Rosenhaus, uh, Drew Rosenhaus was saying like how his relationship with Bill Belichick uh, made this easy or whatever. And it's like, yeah, sure. There's no tampering involved at all. Of course not. Because that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's what it looks like. If you look at the sign-ins of the other teams across the NFL and then you look at how many players the you know the Patriots signed looks a little crazy all right listen this episode has gone 15 minutes already and it's just the Patriots so let's go ahead and wrap this episode up and then we'll do another episode covering a lot of the other bigger sign-ins and uh the latest stuff going on across the NFL guys if you haven't subscribed already please hit the subscribe button you're our lifeblood to this podcast you're the ones that make this thing go you're the engine of the podcast so please go ahead and hit the subscribe button don't just listen Don't just listen to episodes as they drop. Go ahead and hit subscribe. And then if you're already subscribed, please share it with a friend. Please share it on Twitter. Please leave a five-star review. Do something to um, help promote the show because, again, you're the engine that makes this thing go. You are. I might be, you know, conducting this train, you know, all aboard, but you guys are are making this engine run. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all the love. Honestly, I can't thank you guys enough. You know I do this every single episode because I can't, you know, I can't cover enough ground with it. I just... There's no way to, you know, thank you guys enough on it. So thank you all for all the support. Let's go. You know the deal. Be kind. Be great. Keep dodging.